Hello and welcome to India Career Center, the one-stop podcast for students, professionals, parents and guardians. In every episode, we will try to deal with a current topic that needs expert advice related to career, career guidance and career mentoring. Please welcome your host Dr. S.P. Mishra to the show and happy listening. Hello and welcome to another episode on India Career Centre. Today we are going to talk about the different types of uh, school education systems uh, in India. Uh, just to give a background, India has approximately 10 lakh schools. Uh, the Indian education system is through different uh, boards like the state, uh, state board schools, the CBAC, ICAC, IGCAC and IB boards. As per the uh, reliable estimates which are available, publicly available data, uh, there are about 27,240 CBSE board schools uh, in India as well as outside India, some of it outside India as well. Uh, there are about 2,300 ICSE uh, board schools, 500 uh, Cambridge International schools uh, and about 200 IB board schools. And of course, the rest of it is all uh, the state board uh, schools. A lot of parents are also now doing uh, homeschooling for their children, which is an alternative method uh, of education. The CBSE and ICSE boards and of course, the IGCSE and the IB board uh, schools are dominating in the urban locations and state boards are uh, in the towns and rural locations. In overall comparison, um, obviously, the uh, international uh, education system right now, the Cambridge International and uh, the IB uh, schools, they are very small, minuscule of uh, the Indian education system. Uh, the purpose of doing this particular episode is really to understand uh, how the different boards operate with respect to the teaching methodology and also to understand if uh, at, a, at a point of transition, especially I see a lot of parents uh, talk about you know transitioning from high school to higher secondary school especially when the children have to go into the 11th and 12th grade uh, and for children who are currently let's say studying in the cbse or they are studying in the igcse or ib board uh, there is a decision point which comes that whether somebody should continue to study in those particular boards or they switch over to some other board and uh, also, children who are actually in the homeschooling, for example, they also need to dis decide which particular board to this uh, board they should be taking up for their 11th, 12th. Uh, to discuss all this, uh, we have got a very special guest today, Ms. Ananya Nag, who teaches in the uh, Sun City International School, Gurgaon and has uh, extensive experience in teaching both at uh, school level as uh, and university level. Teaches English in the International Baccalaureate uh, Diploma Program, uh, IGCSE and CBSE curriculums. She is also a IBDP examiner. By education, she is a uh, postgraduate in English literature and also holds PG diploma in the psychology uh, uh, psychological counseling. Uh, she is also a certified counselor uh, from the 
University of California, LA, uh, with specialization in student profile building and overseas uh, education. Uh, Ms. Ananya, thank you very much for joining us today for this uh, specific uh, discussion, uh, which I thought there could not be a better person than you to really talk about this uh, subject since uh, you have the exposure uh, across all these uh, different uh, boards and you are closely associated with the school system yourself. Uh, so thank you for uh, accepting the invitation and being part of uh, this conversation. It's a pleasure, Dr. Mishra. So it's a pleasure to be here and thanks for calling me uh, to uh, talk on your uh, show. I think what we can do is let's start with the uh, first to understand the teaching methodology because okay. uh, if somebody is wanting to take a transition mm. uh, from a high school to higher school, uh, higher secondary school, for example, uh, first of all, they have to understand what is the different types of methodology of teaching which is followed in each okay. of these boards. Uh, so that will give a broad idea to the parents and to the children as well. And then we can take the next uh, uh, point of discussion. Yeah, over to you. So the, uh, the Indian boards, if you see CBSE comprising mainly of CBSE and uh, the ICSE uh, examinations, they have gone through an immense shift over the years. Like they have seen, and with the newly introduced NEP, they have seen a paradigm shift, been through a paradigm shift. In the sense, CBSE's main focus from, uh, from knowledge acquisition has changed to skill acquisition, if you see. And uh, so is ICSE, because they are hardly, they are under the uh, NEP framework. So with uh, the national education policy strongly suggests that it's enough to do with uh, knowledge uh, assimilation, absorption, and uh, you know, uh, testing. So let us go into skill development, means education in the form of skill development. So here is where we are trying to go, The Indi we in the sense the Indian education system is trying to go at par with the, uh, uh, means the international education uh, systems. So here, if you see from the CBSE point of view, CBSE is still into a structured system of examination. Like uh, at the end of class 10, we sit for an exam. And at the end of class 12, we sit for another exam. So the class 10 exam is the school final, uh, the, that is the secondary exam, whereas the post-secondary or the higher secondary exam is the uh, CBSE right. grade 12. Now, the problem with, uh, there's no problem in it, but the problem is the system, assessment system has not evolved much. Although the curriculum has expanded, the curriculum has extended or lent itself much beyond uh, the, the traditional or the conventional setup, but yet the assessment systems are yet to be revisited. The assessment systems are yet to be, uh, what you call, redone reworked. So this is the thing that uh, what CBSE is. So in class 10 in CBSE, we generally sit for uh, the, the, the subjects English and uh, the second language being the major subjects. And then, of course, physics, chemistry, I mean, science uh, on the broader stream, science, humanities, mathematics, and your uh, fourth subject. Whereas in um, CBSE grade 12, you have a typical, a proper stream 
that is, uh, you know, the science stream, the art stream, the commerce stream. Now, CBSE has, be has be uh, become pretty relaxed about the selection of subjects in a particular stream. They say that if your first, second, and third subject belongs to science, then the fourth subject can be taken from any other stream. Like a student can take physics, chemistry, uh, maths, and can take political science. Is it already on? Or it yeah, is on it, paper. It is. It has been operative even before the national NEP. Okay. So this is the, this was already there. So in humanities also, if you see a student can take a student can take uh, psychology, economics, sociology, and mathematics in humanities. So if you see the division between the streams have blurred. In CBSC. And that's on a purpose because for now, many CBSC students are also going abroad. They are attempting for, they are uh, getting trained for careers abroad. You know, they, they have their vision, they are, they want to uh, pursue higher studies uh, abroad. So that's the reason CBSC cannot, no Indian board can have the rigidity of streams anymore. So later on, if you pass on to ICSC or ISC, ICSE is the uh, class 10 of uh, the Indian certificate examinations, whereas ISC is the 12th of Indians of the same exam. Now that's a council. That council has a curriculum, the ICSE or the ISC curriculum, which is mainly focused on languages. Mm -hmm. If you see language in humanities, ICSE is, uh, is an offshoot of IGCSE, you can say, the Cambridge International Exams, and it's Indianized in its own way. But its main focus lies in the acquisition of languages, which makes uh, most ICSE or ISC students very adept at the first language, that is English. And then because, you know, they have a paper one, which is a hundred marks uh, English paper and a paper two, which is a hundred marks literature paper. So ICSE runs more on that pattern. Uh, then ICSE also is quite uh, defined in streams, very particular in streams, but has a uh, ICSE is bulkier than CBSE. The syllabus okay. are everything. But now you may ask me, what is the difference? Which is a preferred uh, curriculum here? I would say that if you are keeping CBSE, if you are keeping your medical need or JE in mind, then CBSE, of course, would be a preferred curriculum uh, than ICSE or ISC. That's because uh, the conduct of CBSE exams and the conduct of JE and uh, NET, they go at par the syllabus and everything. Neat, sorry, not net, neat exam. Yeah. And ICSE on it on uh, on on a has its own stand and on the other hand uh, has better humanities and linguistic or language uh, uh, you know uh, means language uh, what do you call framework. They focus have, on languages focus, much better. Yes. We have a better focus framework on languages and humanities and science too. We can't say that we can never come to this inference that ICC students don't get selected for IITs. No, it's wrong. Or ICC students don't get for uh, selected to for uh, NEET or JE. No, absolutely no. We cannot conclude that. They do also do get selected because the syllabus is also at par, but somewhere the CBSE syllabus is uh, syllabus is much in much in adherence with the ICS. Now both the curriculums that they have is they have a very strict and well defined assessment system. They have a twenty marks uh, practical and an eighty marks writing. Now here the practical that they have is often uh, a project that the student has to do. 
but here the project uh, many a time goes from um, internet or from research, research works based on internet or books and copies. But here they differ from uh, uh, the international curriculum where I'll be coming to that because that's an extensive uh, discussion that I'll be entering into. Now, if you see the international, now see, if I have to uh, put it in level one and level two, if I have to level it up in, um, uh, in uh, terms of difficulty, I would say that CBSE would be in level one and uh, uh, ICSE would be in level two. Why? Because the marking of CBSE is much more, um, I won't say lenient, but much more objective mm -hmm. than ICSE or ISC. Okay. So uh, that's the reason that uh, CBSE can, can be scoring to a few people. It means you know, it depends on your learning pattern. It depends on your learning abilities. The way, what sort of a learner you are. Second is, uh, uh, second is Dr. Mishra, if we move to the Cambridge International Exams, if you see in Cambridge International Exams, we don't have uh, the C, uh, that is the IGCSC or the A levels or the AS level that we have in India. The IGCSE being the most common because, you know, IGCSE forms a very strong foundation for the DP program, the IBDP program. So somewhere, although both are two different curriculums altogether, but the, both are very well interlinked. So most of the schools, you'll say that they keep on, uh, 9 and 10 as IGCSE, whereas for 11 and 12, they keep as uh, international baccalaureate uh, diploma program that is the dp why because dp is a program that gives you a diploma so uh, that's that's better for students that's actually for foreign when you are applying for foreign university you have an edge over the others when you have a diploma in hand more than a uh, more than when you have a certificate in secondary hand. certificate yeah, certificate in hand so this is the thing so what you see in igcse and ibdp is in I, first, I'll let me take uh, the Cambridge International exam. That's a country-specific, more rigid, more defined sort of an examination. Again, like the ICSE, IGCSE, but at a higher level. Uh, ISE and the, uh, sorry, the CBSE, but at a higher level. But it's well-defined. It has a st standard examination system and everything. But here, it is, it is not based on knowledge assimilation. It is based, highly based on skill assimilation. So... If you see an IGCSE student, when they are tested, they are tested on the skills they have acquired for the past two years in which they were in the course, in where they were running in the course, where they were or running. In, in a way, can we say application acquired as well? Yes, yes, okay. application skills. Like, uh, for example, uh, suppose... CBSE might ask you for history. CBSE might ask you a straightforward question like when was the Battle of Panipat fought? Whereas IGCSE will ask you a question related, more related to the consequences or the conditions or the, uh, or the what you call, or the causes of the Battle of Panipat, which you have to sit and derive, which you must have acquired or perceived while you were going through the lesson. Okay. So it is more reflective for a student than, um, than uh, the knowledge blast. So it is more in terms of uh, subjective answer. So yes. uh, I, I just have a related question to that. 
If yes. the answer is subjective, every individual will write in a different creative manner. Yeah, yeah. So the assessments will be very difficult to really arrive at. I mean, what is the right answer in that case? No, see, the, the right answers, there is, of course, the, there is a marking system, there is everything, a mark scheme given to examiners, everything. But yes, the approach over here is different. If you see that you cannot go, suppose if I ask you today, that what are the consequences of the Battle of Panipat? Here you are gathering information from various sources of information, which you have undergone in your period of study in uh, the IGCSE curriculum. Here, maybe the answer is not given to you in one chapter and in one text. Okay. But the answer remains the same, right? Mm -hmm. So here, when you are writing an answer, so the answer will definitely have a, a parameter to uh, measure, means a measurable parameter. Okay. If you see. So it can easily be measured, but, it, uh, but definitely it is uh, reflective. Like, how a student has acquired the information, how he has uh, processed the information, and what is the objective attained out of that information. Like okay. if I tell you from the point of view of literature, in CBSC, uh, we ask direct questions like, uh, how was mother, uh, or how did mother look at the age of 66? Or give a uh, description of the appearance of the mother, at the age of 66. So that's there in the poem, My Mother at 66. ICSC might be a bit tweaked, tweaked ISC, what I mean. ISC might ask you uh, questions like, um, you know, in Lamb to the Slaughter, how can you say that it is a, a dark comedy, a, a, a dark uh, tragedy, sorry. You can, uh, they might ask you a question like this. In, I, uh, in IGCSC, when you are doing a literature, uh, when you are into the, you have a choice of going into a literature program. You might take literature, you might not take literature. But if you have chosen a literature program, means a literature uh, as a subject, here they will ask you, they, they have only essays. So in one paper, you write two essays, only two essays for a good one and a half hours. So when you're attempting two essays, they might ask you from, uh, suppose, uh, from Shakespeare, suppose. From Shakespeare, they might ask you that, what is the tragic impact? Do you see, or what sort of a tragic impact has Shakespeare created in, um, in uh, fleshing out the character of Othello? They might ask you like this. So here, the student needs to be very equipped with terms like catharsis, because tragic impact comes with catharsis. Here, the student is analyzing that how the character is created. Yes, the student is seeing uh, what is the, uh, you know, the um, your uh, Shakespearean language, Shakespeare's art of characterization, every, all paradigms yeah, she is exploring. All the, the purview is much greater for the student to explore. So here, if you see, if the student is talking about Shakespeare, so where uh, means in ICSE and IBD, uh, in ICSE and CBSE, they are answering what is said. But in IGCSE, they are answering how it is said. What is said is already said. Already you know. They are not interested in summaries. They are interested in, in inferences and deductions. Because so basically summary, trying to understand your own way of understanding that particular yes. subject. Yes. Yeah. This is known as metacognition, sir. The way okay. the one that you summed up, 
it is known as metacognition, which is a major part aspect of learning in the international curriculum, especially in IBD. Okay. Now, coming down to specific question on... Oh, now, coming down to the IBDP program, yeah, I have yeah, a yeah. difference. Now, sure. I, IBDP program, you have six groups. You don't have streams. IBDP is the 11-12 of uh, the international curriculum, the DP program. Now, the DP program, again, has the DP, uh, the international baccalaureate has three programs, sir. One is the primary years program. One is the middle years program. And the other one is the um, uh, diploma program. Now, the primary years program and the middle years program, they prepare you for all other programs in the world so that you can very well go and get adjusted. But they don't have a proper examination system at the end of the programs. Oh. Yes. So, so there is no exam uh, like, uh, no, like... They the have summative code. exams, but yeah, they don't have the CBSC, ICSE sort of exams. Okay. But the diploma program has the diploma exams. Mm -hmm. So the diploma program here is conducted, that is conducted by the International Baccalaureate. So, you know, at the end of uh, MYP, don't think that they don't have summative exams. MYP also has a summative exam. At the end of MYP in the sense, class 10, they, there is a paper that comes and they write the paper, all these things. But there, there is no, uh, what you call is like the ICSE and the CBSE, the concrete defined systems of exam. It's not there in the DP program. Whereas in the MYP, if you see, sir, in the DP, if you say, sorry, in the IB program, in DP, if you see, it's again become very structured. DP gives you a framework based on which you set your own curriculum. It is, it basically provides a framework for the school. And sir, to this, I must say, not all schools are equipped to handle the DP program. Oh. So there are only few schools who can, who have the provision and the infrastructure and the, I would rather more than the infrastructure, you would use the word provision to handle the IB programs because the IB program says that you have to have the framework and within that framework, the teachers need to be trained. They don't understand what is BIG. Mm -hmm. They understand that the teachers need to be trained in the specific group on the specific subject and the specific pedagogical approaches. Like... Okay. So they have their own training systems on which they train their teachers. Now, yes, over years, sir, if you see the own systems, the, the pedagogical systems, that is a teacher, when a teacher teaches the IB program, the teacher never gives out an answer. The teacher is just a facilitator. It is based on active learning. What the IB student learns, like if you see in an English literature class, as I've, I'm from an English literature background, means I teach English literature. For an English literature class in IB, or the teacher never gives out the answer. The teacher poses a question in the class and the students come up with their answers. So based on that, the students also do extended essays and there's the core curriculum. Those are very extensive means if you see the, these are very intricate means getting into deep details of the program. But in IGCSA, IBDP, unlike other curriculums, they have six groups, subject groups. Mm -hmm. And in these six subject groups, you have to take at least one subject per group. Like, and that also is the standard or the higher level. Like if from English A, like I'll tell you, they, they have in group one, they have uh, they have language A, which has literature, which has language and literature, which has literature and performance. Within these three, you can choose one. In group B, they have language acquisition. That is foreign languages. You can take one of the foreign languages. 
you in group C, you have uh, individuals and society, which is humanities. You can take sub two subjects from humanities. So this is how the IB curriculum uh, goes. So they don't have streams. They have subject groups based on which you have to. So no student in IB uh, studies only science or only humanities or only commerce. Mm -hmm. So they don't have the concept of science and humanities. Okay. So this is how the IB curriculum, but at the end of class 12, IB also conducts an exam that the papers come from IB and there is a huge major coursework that comes mm -hmm. with it. Now, coming to the pro project work that I was talking about in IGCSE, IBGP, CBSC and ISC, the similar, the differences between ICSE and CBSC uh, coursework is, means that is the 20 mark project that they have. They do very well, they do a copy pasting, everybody does a copy pasting job, but they do the research that lies in ICS and CBSE, the students generally base their work on internet, internet programs, means internet means in sorry, data not, available, sorry, information data available. available. Yes, on the internet, sorry, not program, but data that is available. So they take uh, information from there and then they uh, type in the information, whereas where is the real research that lies beyond the information? We in ICSE or CBSE, maybe the Indian <coughs> curriculums are not yet equipped to train the train the students in that. That which what are the um, uh, websites we must refer to? What are the resources that are uh, that we must refer to? What sources can be termed as fake sources? Like we cannot refer to student papers while we are doing our research. We cannot, uh, uh, there are certain, uh, like, you know, what are the primary sources, I mean, secondary sources of information which are reliable, which are not. So these somewhere, you know, the Indian curriculums have not gone <clears throat> to that stage to train it. But of course, with the NEP, I'm sure new things are coming up because with the computer literacy taking, coming into prominence, I'm sure uh, this will be uh, dealt with supreme importance. Whereas uh, the foreign curriculums are, um, more delved into the research system of education. Like here we teach our students MLA 8 citation, what is the citation methods? Like when you take, even if you take a definition from one of the internet sources, you need to cite it. Why you need to cite it? So, you know, there's something called academic honesty, which is very well taken care of in the, at, uh, in the international curriculums. Now, here I need to tell you something, sir that the national curriculum and the international curriculum, they both, what all of them are looking towards now is the is development of the 21st century skills. That's right. The NEP clearly states that. That is skills that are related to critical thinking, skills related to evaluation, skills related to um, a proper, forming proper judgments, from a forming proper like your reasoning, to, and many other, many, many yeah, more self-management yeah. skills, a lot of other things. So here you see that, uh, because you know they say that the world is coming, means we are heading to such a world, towards such a, a world or such an educational environment or a professional environment that our biggest asset will be to, to acquire or learn new learnings, learn new things. And so that we know how to learn, that should be the aim of education. At no matter at what point of life and no matter at what stage of life. Mm. 
means it's learning how to learn i yeah. would i would tell interestingly i was actually reading a book today uh, called the range mm -hmm. and there's one chapter called uh, thinking outside experience mm -hmm. i think uh, what you are explaining is exactly that mm -hmm. so uh, many a times i have come across a parent a parents who would say that my my son or my daughter cannot do a um, uh, you know uh, uh, this uh, rote learning are not meant for rote learning not meant for the conventional uh, you know learning systems or the conventional uh, structure of education that we are, we've been through that they've been studying all throughout then they intend to change the curriculum to igcse and ibdp before they do do that, I must tell you that IGCSE and IBDP is not easy. Oh yeah, okay. So that we need to keep in mind. Like you know, if CBSE we are saying level one, level two, and then IGCSE would be level three. Rather, IBDP will be level three, and IGCSE will be level four. You so, mean the the level of difficulty increases difficulty, because of the yeah. quantity of. Uh... Quantity as well as the quality that we need. Quality. Okay. Like uh, quality of answers thinking. that we need. Quality yeah, of thinking. And, yes, thinking and engage both for the student. See, over here, uh, I think so. it's easier at one point of time, it's easier for, uh, for us to refer to a book for an answer than to have information and process your own answer. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So... This is the thing that uh, we need to understand that if we think that it's difficult to mug up in CBSC, that's why we are shifting to IGCSE and IBDP, then the choice is very wrong. Okay. So, because... so uh, what should be, I mean, obviously, uh, what I clearly understand is that uh, uh, it also has to be suiting to the personality of the child, isn't it? I mean, yes, yes. Learners, it differs a, from one learner. Not a thinking type of person. Then actually, the IGCSE and ID, ID, uh, IBDP would IBDP. be a difficult choice. Yes, I'll come to this. I'll. Um, the thing is, if a child, at times you'll see some children think out of the box. Correct. Some children, uh, they don't score very high in school hmm. because they un it's not this that they don't understand the subject. If they understand the subject, they very well have acquired the subject. But maybe for math, suppose they are jumping steps. Correct. Possible. Okay. Or they are making calculations. Mistake. They know how to solve the sum. But they are making calculation mistakes in the mm. middle or something like that. But they are thinkers. They can think out of the box. Their concepts are clear. Everything. For them, for these students who are beyond textbooks. And I repeat, who are beyond textbooks. I would means they are very well suited for the IBDP and IGCSE curriculum. Okay, that's very well said. I think uh, you really simplified uh, the concept very well. Yeah. So, so uh, and uh, another way of because there are parents who you know who, who children right now is studying in IGCSE board, and they realize that now they have come back to India. I mean, they were outside India, they've come back to India. So the children are still studying in the IGCSE board right now, uh, up to 10th. Uh, so now the question is whether from there they switch over to CBSE or continue that IGCSE journey. See, uh, if they have come from, uh, if they've been through in the Cambridge International exams, I would say that they, they have learned the pattern 
of the Cambridge International Exams. So if you change to, if they switch to CBSE, for instance, then what will happen? They are changing to another form, a different system, a different structure of assessment. Mm. So there they might find it difficult because the structure has its own demands. This, the mm. assessment would have its own uh, demands, their own, its own spaces to be covered. So mm. here the student might not uh, be very adept in addressing those spaces. Whereas when he's doing IGCSE from the beginning, then it's good to stay in IGCSE. Now here, there is a fix again that IGCSE incorporates or uh, 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 means incorporates a lot of uh, uh, what you call coursework. Coursework in the sense, they uh, give you individual re report writing. They have a team project and they have objectives to meet. That might be a bit difficult for students anywhere in the world. It again differs, differs from students to students. Now, coming back to your question, if a student has studied, if a parent, if a parent have a, like he has a, sorry, has a, a transferable job, then what to do? If he's internationally prone to international transfers, I would prefer he would go, he should go for IBDP or IGCSE. In that case, the child doesn't lose a year. Suppose the parent has to shift again to some other country then the child doesn't lose a year that case because the IGCSE, IBDP exams are uh, held in, uh, means the IGCSE exams are held, IBDP exams are held in uh, April, May. That is the results come out in August, somewhere in June, uh, July end or July, yeah, July, August. Yeah, July end, August. Whereas the IBDP, uh, IGCSE exams take place in, uh, again, in April and May. June okay. series, yeah, May, May, June. So you see, again, uh, the exam times might differ. So as a result, the ch child might lose some months or some year or a year, maybe. So in that case, okay. but if the child has come down to India and if he's going to stay in India now forever, then he can, of course, choose between the CBSE because see, at the end of the day, CBSE curriculum is more suited for Indian admissions to Indian colleges. Or even mm. if we say that IGCSE, IBDP, there are certain nuances, there are certain, you know, marking problems, the translation of marks of IBDP and IGCSE might pose a problem for Indian universities if the translations and the interpretations are not done well. And so, most importantly, if somebody has to, let's say, target uh, the engineering exam, entrance yeah, exam or the medical entrance exam, then what is your suggestion? Definitely, CBSE is more in adherence. To, to the program than IGCSE and IBD are. Okay. Okay. And if somebody has to continue to focus on humanities, then possibly IGCSE would be a, uh, I mean, IBDP would be. No, a if someone is focusing on studying abroad, then IGCSE, IBDP, actually, you know, it, it prepares the foundation for colleges abroad. Okay. Uh, basically, the, course, the undergraduate uh, courses. Yes. Yes. Okay. Then IGCSE, IBDP is a, because see, the, both IGCSE and IBDP, they are wonderful curriculum, curriculums. If you see, the curricula doesn't have, the, the, don't have any, um, like what you call, the, 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 the capacity, the intellectual capacity or the bandwidth that the curriculum produces, both the curriculums produ uh, uh, create or produce is undebatable. Right. So here I would always suggest all parents that see where your child stands good. You have to see the right fit for your child. Yeah, I think the other thing which we have not really developed upon is uh, uh, the obviously the, the, uh, the cost factor 
uh, which would be substantially mm. different in case of a IPDP or a IGCAC. Yeah, it's, it's very so, I think that factor is also an important one when it is uh, in terms of making the decision uh, also for the parents. Yes. Right? Uh, can you give like us I'll a ballpark figure? One small example, like uh, the IGCSC um, uh, examination fee comes uh, to around something around 60,000. Whereas the CBSC examination fee is still, I think it's a 500 something. Mm -hmm. So there, the, there's a huge cost difference. And this I'm not talking from school to school. It's the yeah, curriculum. Yeah, I understand. Hmm. And uh, just to give a, get a broad idea about what could be the uh, the term fee for a IGCAC, IBDP kind of a school? See, it ranges from school to school. Again, from uh, for IBDP, uh, schools might charge you anything around uh, 40,000 per month to maybe 70,000, 80,000 per month. So it depends on the school, the facilities, the infrastructure, everything together. Okay. But yes, IBDP is far more expensive than... Uh, uh, than CBSE can ever think of. Okay. So, um, on a, if I simplify the entire uh, conversation, uh, mm -hmm. number one, look at uh, the, uh, the, the approach or the, the personality of the child. If the child is a thinking type, then possibly IGCSE or IBDP could be a yeah, possible option. He'll enjoy. The child will enjoy the program a lot. Yeah. If he is analytical, if he has scope for another thing in both the international curriculums like ICSE, uh, linguistic, uh, the language capacity of the child needs to be immense. Okay. Understood. The, okay. The second point, uh, what we need to understand is if the if the child is wanting to take up a uh, entrance examination, whether it is for mm -hmm. engineering or for medical, then uh, I think uh, the safest route would be to go through the CBSE board because the uh, the the curriculum yes. is aligned to those Invariably. examinations. Invariably. Invariably. So that Invariably. Be because that's not only for this, but because of the adherence, the like uh, the strong adherence that CBSE uh, that the CBSE syllabus shows with the uh, JE syllabus and the NEET syllabus. Right. The third point is if uh, somebody has a transferable job, uh, there is a possibility of uh, the family going back again to outside India, then, then better to stick to the IGCAC uh, or the IB board because that way... Because even if it's in the middle of the year, you can just take an ad admission. If your subjects are matching yeah. in the uh, school, like in the desired school, you just take a certificate, means a transfer and go there. Okay. Not a problem. In right. fact, the uh, IGC, IBDP and IGCSE, they are very good with changing the registrations also. Transfer okay, of fantastic. The third point, the fourth point is uh, obviously the cost. I think the uh, the cost of education is uh, going to be much, much higher. More much higher. So I think as parents, uh, if you are capable of spending that money, I think you can do that because uh, the fifth point is that uh, these IBDP or IGCSE boards, they make the children ready for education abroad. I mean, if especially... If you're planning for an undergraduate course uh, outside India, then this these boards would be more suited to prepare the yes. children in that direction. 
uh, and uh, many uh, colleges outside India and many colleges, especially in the US and Canada or Australia, we have seen that as a counselor, we've seen that they have a preference for IB and IGCSE candidates. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think broadly, I think that sums up uh, the uh, the top five points and uh, uh, broadly we have covered all the points what we thought of covering and uh, hopefully uh, this particular video or the audio if you are listening uh, will help you to understand uh, what are the differences and if you still have any doubts, uh, please do connect with us. Uh, we'd love to help you out uh, on a one-to-one -one basis uh, in future as well. So, Ms. Ananya, thank you so much uh, to join us uh, for this conversation and uh, contributing uh, and sharing all your knowledge about the education system. Uh, I'm sure a lot of uh, our uh, young parents, I mean, young students and uh, their parents can take benefit of, out of this. And uh, thank you once again. To thank you, sir. Thanks for calling us. me. Yeah. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We sincerely wish you could take something from our conversation today and be able to apply it to your life in a positive way. We value your feedback. This can help us improve our future episodes. So share your thoughts to serve you better. If you want us to focus on a topic which you think is of importance, let us know. We will share our expertise in future episodes. So, see you soon with a new topic and help you in your career journey.